2: It's time to get outside. This is KSL Outdoors. Brought to you by Trax Power Sports Rentals. Two hours of stories and information on hunting, fishing, and high adventure. KSL Outdoors with Tim Hughes. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back. Hour number two of another week of KSL Outdoors Radio. It's great to have you with us. We turned Davidovskis loose on the uh, ski hill. Somebody else is going to have to deal with him for the next couple of hours instead of us, which is nice. Uh, And uh, Russ Smith is still in studio with me here. Nice to to have you here. Has the business totally just... Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Dried up uh, for the winter months? It's
3: it's the way it always is. Uh, We've got plenty of phones. Uh, We shut a lot of them, probably three-quarters of them down, but we still have them. And if you have a big order for phones, we'll just reactivate some phones. Yeah. So, no problem.
2: What's the year going to look like uh, at the end as far as, uh, you know, your Best year ever. ever. That's why I asked. Best year ever. I kind of got that feeling just in our conversations.
3: Now, with the numbers coming in, yeah, it it was already – the. as of last month, it was the best. year When
2: you ever. say best year ever, is that n- number of rental days? Is rental that days. Revenue? Is no. it both? Is we it look
3: at rental days strictly rental days on phones and anything else that we have?
2: That's listed. amazing. I I flash back to uh, the first time you and I ever met, and somebody who yeah. was helping yeah. you with marketing reached out to me out of the blue right. and right. said, we, <laughs> "We just wondered if there'd be any reason for us to have a partnership in something." Yeah. I don't know how many years ago that was. Yeah,
3: that's uh, 20 years
2: ago. 20 years. and uh, Almost I Almost yeah, exactly 20 years I'm happy though. to meet yeah. with you. We sat in your front room, yeah. in, your, in right. your living room, yeah. and went through different ideas on what we could do. Yeah. And here we are today. Here we are. And the, the amazing thing is just to see the growth in the company. I think at
3: the time that we were meeting, we had three or four phones. Which is crazy. And how yeah. many now? Oh, crud. Um, I don't know. We have... Devices, we probably have close to 100 devices. It's funny. Counting phones and trackers and all that other stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Anyway, uh, it's nice to reminisce here as we talk about things we're grateful for and congratulations on a great year. All right. Still to come in this hour, we uh, will talk with uh, Mark Wade and Bob Grove. We'll do a little road trip and find out where the guys are going to take us. Emily Summers from Deer Valley will join us. It's been a while since we connected with her, but uh, their opening. Earlier than they ha- ever have, I think, in the history of Deer Valley. I could be wrong about that, but we'll let her tell us. And we'll talk about some of the things that are coming up. They just announced this week the return of the uh, freestyle championships that everybody looks forward to. That'll be happening first weekend of February. And then I got a note uh, while we were just about ready to record today. And we're recording on Wednesday, by the way. I got a note from... Um, jared winkler up at uh, brighton about some things that they've got starting up next week on wednesday that will help out some good charities throughout the ski season so i wanted to connect and share that with uh, everybody this morning hopefully our uh, guest to start this hour and i'm throwing a little bit of a curveball because she usually has her very own oh, um, yeah. i know you're disappointed no, she, not really. she usually has her very own theme song yeah. But because of what we're talking about today, I just felt like this would be appropriate and hope she's okay with changing the music up just this way. Oh,
3: yeah, Do you want to sing
2: along? Too? No, please don't.
3: On, <laughs>
2: Amy Grant is one of my favorites. Yeah. We're talking about sleigh rides today at uh, the uh, Hardware Ranch. And looking forward to uh, talking about it. The hard- Hardware Wildlife Management Area. I, it threw me a little bit, Faith, because, well, first of all, you okay with the theme change here?
4: You know what? I will allow it <laughs> George Michael just because that song is delightful and it fits our <laughs> topic so well. So, you know what, Tim, I'll allow
2: it. <laughs> all right. Whew. I'm Man, so relieved. I we
3: were going to be in trouble. Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, I, it threw me a little bit because I'm so used to saying Hardware Ranch, but it is Hardware Wildlife Management Area. Is that a change or have I just forgotten?
4: So it's part of it's kind of a change, uh, in, in some of the stuff that we're doing. Yeah, it's it's always been the hardware wildlife management area, but we just kind of called it the hardware ranch and we're kind of rebranding and just making it more inclusive of the whole the whole area instead of just kind of the ranch facility. So yeah. Yes, it's a little bit of a rebrand, I guess, yeah, this year.
2: We talked a little bit off the air, and Russ and I had this conversation before we dialed you up today, trying to remember how long it's been. Not Now, they've always taken out uh, the flatbeds when they don't have enough snow to get the sleighs out there, but right. to, to me, it's been a long time since the sleighs actually had enough snow, and didn't have like COVID it. to deal yeah, with. Yeah, it seems like it. It
4: has, yeah. so And that's why, partly why we're so excited about it, because um, it has been. It's The last time we were able to do the sleigh rides was in 2019, because, like you mentioned, 2020, COVID, right, and all the concerns there. And so we canceled them just kind of for health safety reasons um, in kind of accordance with the health department up there. And then last year we – Obviously had like the severe, severe drought, which, I mean, we're mm-hmm. still in drought, right? But it was yeah. really bad last year. So we typically, our our manager up there grows a bunch of the hay that we use to kind of draw the elk into the area. And so to feed the the elk and then also the horses that pull the sleighs. Um, well, because of the drought, they were able to get like not even close to enough what they would oh. need for the whole winter season. So we had to cancel last year too. No, uh, just logistics. So we're very excited that it's finally coming back this year and trying to spread the word because it's, it's kind of a popular pastime with a lot of locals. And it's kind of been growing, honestly, in popularity. And so we think this year will be especially busy just because... We haven't been able to do it for a while, so we're pretty excited.
2: I want to go back to square one because some people may not know what the heck we're talking about. But this is an area where these elk, through uh, their generation and their instincts, have always migrated back to. Part of the reason is they uh, know they're going to get fed uh, when they get down there. But it is a way for them to winter through some of the toughest parts of uh, the year. And it's a fantastic – I think, like a uh, once – in a, in a lifetime opportunity, although you could do it every year if you wanted to, but, I mean, nowhere else in the world do I know where you can actually go and be that close to these big, majestic animals and have them just not really care you're there.
4: There's a lot, you know, and it is really, really cool. I, I'm sad to admit this. I have never personally done it yet and this year is my year because I started working for the division in 2019 it wasn't able to go and then it's been canceled so I'm really excited to go but yeah there's they said there's hundreds of elk a lot of times yeah. kind of in the meadow and so you're able to yeah kind of take this sleigh ride through them and they're just sitting there doing their thing so it's cool to see them that close and that many you know just right up there um and and that's a good point that you bring up for the feeding so This is kind of one of those things we have to explain because we typically are harping on people, right? Don't feed wildlife, Right. you know, disease concerns, public safety concerns. And then people are like, well, why are you guys going and doing it every winter at Hardware? So part of the reason, the main reason that we do it is honestly just because there's, it helps prevent a lot of the issues with elk going and causing damage and eating all the hay from like local ranchers and farmers in the area. There've been a lot of issues with that over the years. So this is kind of a way to draw them out of some of the, you know, the hay barns, things like that, and just have them congregate into this little valley. So they're not causing a lot of that damage and stuff like they had in the past. Um, And we do test them. So we kind of run them through some shoots. We do tests every year to make sure they don't have disease. They're not spreading it to other, you know, elk that may be congregating so luckily, so far we we haven 't detected any brucellosis is kind of the big disease that we test for yeah. we haven 't detected any of that in Utah, thankfully so yeah, so as long as it 's safe we 're going to continue to do that just to just again to kind of help some of those local ranchers in the area and I mean like you said it's it 's very cool it 's kind of a unique opportunity for people to come see these wildlife
2: really is uh, and this uh, hardware area, the wildlife management area, sixteen miles east of Hiram. Uh, You just travel on State Route 101 through this uh, beautiful Blacksmith Fort Canyon, which to me is part of the attraction, too. Is this the first year they've teamed up with Haviland Old West Adventures to be a part of this?
4: Yeah, so that's one of the other changes that's new this year. Because in the past, we would just kind of do it ourselves. Mm -hmm. We'd have some staff and do a whole thing. But, yeah, just to kind of help with some of those, you know, personnel constraints. Yes, we teamed up with Haviland's Old West Adventures. They're kind of a local business there in the community in Cache County. And so they're kind of serving as a concessionaire that's going to do these rides. Um, they're going to do them Friday, Saturday, Sunday, starting December 2nd, starting now, next Friday. Yeah, next so that's weekend. going to be – yes, yeah, so that will be fun. And and one thing I should note, um, you cannot make reservations online or by phone. So it's basically you just show up. Um, the sleigh rides run each of those days from 10 a.m. to 30 p.m., and you just go buy your tickets there in person, stand in the line. Um, and then Havilands is also going to have some food trucks and stuff up oh, there. Good. So it can kind of be a, just a fun. They're kind of expanding some of the offerings, and, nice. and it'll be kind yeah. of a fun, fun activity for families to go check out.
2: All right. These rides are about 40 minutes long. Uh, the fee for the ride is 10 bucks for those nine years of age and older, $4 for four to eight, and those three and under uh, ride for free. Did I leave anything out? <laughs>
4: I don't think so. I mean, you can also plug, if people do the ride, you know, my, it's probably going to be freezing because yeah. it's Cache County. So, you know, bundle up, make sure you're dressed warm. And then either before or after the ride, um, you know, come come into the little visitor education center that we have there. And we'll have some family activities, different things. We've done some Christmas ornaments. So, yeah, just come check that out, warm up, and, and it'll be a lot of fun.
2: Oh, that does sound like fun. Yeah. So it's wildlife.utah.gov. You can search it out there for more information. Faith Jolly, I know you're headed out to be with family this uh, weekend. Happy Thanksgiving and a safe trip for you and the family.
4: Thanks so much. You too. Thanks for having me on.
2: Faith Jolly, always make sure that we're connected with all the things we need yeah. to know from the Division of Wildlife Resources. Make make a date and go up there. Yeah. Take the family. Take the extended family. You won't be disappointed. One of those memories that uh, your family will always remember. Got to take a break. We'll come back and go road tripping next. Don't go away.
5: the coffee and the
1: A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today.
0: Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela.
1: They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us.
2: Time for us to do a little road tripping today. Let's see where the boys want to take us, Bob and Mark. Road again. Just can't
6: wait to get on the road. Again.
2: I was going to bring up some Christmas music, but we sort of just did that with uh, Faith Jolly. Yeah, we kind of burnt that bridge. Didn't we? <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't want to offend anybody. Although Thanksgiving is now behind us, as you listen to this, so maybe it's okay with people that we're playing some Christmas music here. Sometimes you get whacked, you know, around the head for doing but it okay. early.
3: There are some people that start Christmas music right now. Yeah. My wife is one. Of them.
2: Really? Yeah. I love Christmas music. I like it too. I don't mind it anytime, actually. I like it a lot. Just not, not twenty four hours. A day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there he goes, guys. As we the were talking. Grinch. As as we were talking about before we got started, we got a little bah humbug here in the no, studio no, today. No. I love Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Uh Bob Grove, hello there. How you doing? Good. Hey. And mark Wade how you doing, hey. how you doing? that's good' I'm doing well yeah the- the, re- the reason I was going to lead in and by the way, uh, by the time this airs, everybody will have had their Thanksgiving dinner, but let me just say this before we run out of time at the end. Happy Thanksgiving to both of you and your families and I hope you uh, have a great uh, couple of days or at least a day with your with your families over a nice meal all right uh Last time we had a chance to talk, what are you laughing about? No, you got that over quick. (laughs) No, go ahead. you want me to linger on the stuffing and the turkey? No, I'll start crying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, One of the last times we had a chance to talk a few weeks ago, we started a list of uh, holiday festivals or festivities that you can do here in the state. And I think they were pretty much all in the south. But it would be good to touch some here in the north. And I know, Mark, you guys have put together quite a list, starting with uh, one that takes place at Willard Bay.
5: Well, yes, uh, that's just, of course, just south of Brigham City. And starting on the 27th, so just after uh, Thanksgiving Day, Saturday I guess it's going to be, through December 30th, from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. each day, you can drive through Willard Bay State Park, And you can turn on your radio to the appropriate radio station, and you can watch the Christmas lights sync up to the music that's playing in your car.
2: Yeah.
5: And it's just $5 to drive through. And I think they've got some other things going on there. Um, I'm just making sure on the price. $10, it looks like, Monday through Thursday. For the whole car load?
6: Yeah. Nice. So good thing.
2: Yeah. This one's a no-brainer, uh, Bob Grove, and that would be seeing the lights at Temple Square.
6: Yeah, but, you know, it's a little more than that. Of course, you know, Temple Square, the temple's under construction, but the lights are all lit up. It's it's always been one of my favorite places to go to. It's uh, But, you know, the Joseph Smith Memorial Building, there's also other things going on. There's a lot of uh, choir singing. I mean, it's a really fest- festive time when we come up to Salt Lake. That's always a go-to place for us, but that's without saying Temple Square Lights, for sure.
2: Yeah, and it's uh, it's a great uh, holiday event. It's a great spiritual event to take your f- family down there. And as people are listening to this, it's already underway because they should have thrown the switch uh, on Friday, uh, yesterday of this week. All right. Uh, Thanksgiving Point is also another one that I know, Mark, a lot of people look forward to. What do they call that one?
5: I'm going to throw this one to Bob. Oh, I think he's the expert. Oh.
6: Well, this is Luminaria. This is a really cool event. You know where the botanical gardens are? They usually have it all lit up. Uh, you know, it's just another one of those drive-through uh, events, similar to what they have at Willard Bay. A lot of music playing, but it's uh, just a really amazing place. It's uh, what they're calling it is Lumin- Luminaria is an enchanting walk through Ashton Gardens that transports you to another world with. All of the sights, smells, luminarias, blanketing the hill. Yeah, and that so one.
2: Go ahead. No, I just go ahead. Well, I was going to say that one's already been underway for about a week. I think it actually wow. kicked off on the 17th. So <clears throat> something to look yeah. forward to.
6: Yeah. yeah, it goes through the 31st Gr- uh, of December. G-
2: Gardner Village, Mark, is not far from my house in West Jordan, and they try to do themed events around just about everything on the calendar.
5: They do, and right now, one of the fun things that they're doing is an elf scavenger hunt. They're going to give you a a sheet of paper that you're going to take around, and you're going to see if you can find all the elves inside Gardner Village, just like you said, just there in West Jordan, and that'll be going all through the Christmas season as well.
2: There are two others that uh, I've experienced but haven't done in a while. One, uh, Bob, and I'm wondering if you know if it's actually still going, is this North Pole Express that's the old Heber Creeper.
6: Oh, yeah, that, you know, that, that's how I still refer to it as the Heber creeper. Uh, but, yeah, that's going on. It's uh, running from, oh, let's see, what are the dates here? Uh, from November 21st. So it's already started through December 23rd. Uh, we have a link to their website here, but that's always a fun time. That's That's been a tradition for many years now, going on the Heber Valley Railroad from Midway uh, through Provo Canyon.
2: Yeah, and then uh, the other one I want to make sure and mention, I don't think it's open yet, but usually does right after the first of the year, is the ice castles, which is really something. They use sprinklers to create these mountains of ice that you actually walk through, and then they light them at night and it is uh, really something, but I'm sure up at uh, Soldier Hollow in Midway that that one doesn't get open until after the first of the year. Just some ideas that you will find on uh, Road tripping with BobandMark.com. I'm going to do this just for Russ. You You really
6: are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel,
2: Mr. Grinch.
3: (laughs) Now you've hurt my feelings.
2: Uh, Bob and Mark, thank you, guys. You bet. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Same to you guys. It is Road tripping with Bob and Mark.com. They have a complete list of all of these things you and your families can go and enjoy. <laughs> we'll take a break and come back in just a minute. Stay with us.
1: A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today.
0: Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela.
1: They said...